All right, Facebook friends. That's a little deviation because of the meeting I had just come from tonight. Tonight I had a meeting. That's why I'm here a little later. And the meeting was a project management meeting, but it was military appreciation night. And uh, we had one of the captains from one of the ships that got hit by mines in the Persian Gulf back in uh, 1990s sometime. And his whole message through that whole thing was about believing and people and not giving up on people and 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 the whole the whole uh essence of his story was about you cannot judge the character of people you cannot judge the capability of people and that people are capable of more than you ever thought possible and i started to think about that and i i wrote down a few incidents that happened in my life that confirmed that in my life, just like he said, that uh, you're, there's no better asset than your people. There's no better asset than you. You realize that. So my three stories, uh, you may have heard a little bit about some of them, but I remember when I started out in the Navy and uh, we were working for a few weeks on trying to get yeah, well, actually, over a few, a few weeks. Each week, we would we were testing a communication exercise in port, and each time we were trying to get as many ships as possible, and we finally had succeeded in doing that. And see, the, the it wasn't just the me; it was everyone, the team, all those people in the combat systems coming together, communicating. It wasn't just those who were communicating. It was those who ran the radios. It was not just those who ran radios. It was teletype too, because we wanted to gather and have communication between all ships, regardless of their technology. There was some that weren't teletypes. There were some on telephones. There was some on radars. There was some on radios. But see, we had a common goal. And I believe that they could do it. And they wanted to be able to do it too. We had a common goal, and that was to have this master communication exercise. And we had attempted several times, and several times uh, some of the equipment didn't work. And then we had backup plans. And then we finally, after a few weeks, succeeded. Everyone that could communicate in that port, we communicated with. Like I said, somewhere we were uh, communicating some on phone, some on teletypes, some on radars, but everyone was coming together. And it was amazing the, the power of being able to communicate or bring a whole group together at such a large, over a large scope. So that was example one that believe in your people and they will rise to the occasion. Example two is when I uh, started at my second insurance company, they put me in charge. And one of the things I always say, to always believe in your people and do what you can to help them to get their job done and do the best they can. 
Well, the time had come where we didn't have uh, a lot of uh, a lot of people, and um, I had a small team. And I can remember that I was going to have to come in on a Saturday to get some work done uh, because it couldn't get done during the week. Well, I had I, because I was believed so much in my people and cared so much and gave them so much that they were willing to come in, but based on HR rules, I couldn't allow them to come in. And it was like a fight. I had to fight to stop them from coming in. It was like, I don't care if I get paid or not. I just want to help you. It's like, no, I can't help you legally. HR is on my back. I can't let you come in. But when you give to others and you realize that, um, that, and you respect people as people and that they're human and that they're capable, they will go through the, they will walk the plank for you because they want to help you so much. When you give and give to others, they're going to want to reciprocate and do the same back to you. And then there's the third incident. I was part of a, a team. We got a new manager and we built a team. But first, let's look at the company. We gathered the company together, and uh, just like uh, the captain was talking about rallying upon a, a common goal, our company was rising in, in its stature, and we had a goal to rally on, and we, we had a model that everyone, if you asked anyone in the company, they knew what it was. This is one of the things the captain talked about. A lot of companies nowadays, you go around, you ask people, you know, what's your goal? And they, they kind of fudge too, but no one knows. There's no clear, there's no clarity, there's no direction. But in this instance, incidents, we knew, everyone knew from the uh, person who put in, uh, inputted data to the person who did sales. Our goal was to double the double. You ask anyone around, they knew double the double. We were going to double our numbers the next year and then turn around and double that number the next year. That would have put us in second or third places, the uh, second highest uh, producer of or sales of a particular products we were doing employee type benefits. So um, when we did that, the whole company just rallied around it. And it started from the top and, and he believed, but then, when you break it down, our, our particular department, which is training, we had a very unique boss because he had vision too. And he taught, always talked, his main line was think strategically. How can we get this done? And we became a bunch of warriors in terms of whenever a new product or something had to come out, we were the, the, the uh, catalyst to man, whether it was going to make it or not. And everyone rose to the occasion. And as a result, we, we uh, uh, one of the things he came up with it was this, this name. And I'm not sure where he came from. He said, well, from now on, we're going to call ourselves the center of excellence. And just by having that name, everyone rose. It was like a certain stature that you rose to. We are the center of excellence. You answered the phone, center of excellence. How can I help you? And it was just a model in the, the way you carried yourself. If someone needed something done, we were the team to get it done. And I can remember 
after being on that team, uh, going out on a uh, luncheon or no, a, a, a time after work when someone was leaving and another team, I just happened to be there. Another team was uh, faring, uh, saying farewell to someone else who was moving on uh, from the company. And they weren't going to pick the guy's bill up. And I could just remember it myself. It's like, I'm from the team center of excellence. That's not, that's not acceptable. I wasn't even part of the team. I said, no, he's not going to pay for his own meal. I will pick it up myself because I'm from a team that promotes center of excellence. And that's not the way we do. We respect people and we take care of them. And so I did. And that's what you do. You, you create a team that understands that our mission is greater than ourselves. And we have a higher standard that we need to stand to. We need to come to, 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 um, to live by. And the same thing here. You see, you're different. And you're better than you think you are. And you have a higher standard because of the way you think. The fact that you're listening to me or that you listen to this replay means that you, you live on a different plane, higher, which means we live at a higher standard, which means that we give more and that we do more and that we can, we can weather the struggle that we have to go through in order to succeed and that we're not alone. We're part of a bigger team because we're not here just to make differences. We're here to make impact, impact on the world with the talent that the God-given talent that we've been given, we understand it's not ours to covet, but to share. And we take that seriously and we wanna share it, but we have to gather that knowledge and we're not afraid to invest in ourselves to gain that knowledge so that we can share that information with those around us. So, so my lesson today is people are important. People are special and that people are not aware of what they are capable of. And it's our obligation to talk to them and help them to understand. It's my obligation to talk to you, to help you to understand. You can no longer sit on the sideline because you've been a part of this. You have to start taking those steps because the mission is too important. People need what you have. And it's time to start taking this step. And you're not alone. That's just it. You're not alone. I'm here and there are others that I can recommend that are going to help. I can't tell you the number of people that have helped me and continue to help. Names you may know or may not know. People like Rachel Miller and Dave Gambrell. Brendan Bashad, who he may not even know he's helped, but and and um, Bob Proctor, who I had heard of and started to listen to. That's the joy of today. The world is so much smaller because we can communicate and we can hear and actually be influenced by these big thought leaders because of the the. Uh, of the internet to transmit and to capture audio and video and to be able to, to feel their heart and to understand ourselves better 
by understanding the messages that they have learned, the experiences that they have learned, and they are minimizing the time it takes for you to be able to get your message out and to create a, a deep impact on other people in the world. So my challenge to you is to stop playing the small game and play the big game. Stop with affirmations. Stop with, I like myself. I love my work. I love what I do. And I'm the best at what I do. And I'm going to do it now. Get rid of the procrastination and say, hey, talk to yourself in second person. Brave L. Get with it. Each time you get up each morning when you're feeling low and say, hey, hey, cut that out. You've got a mission. Get up there. Get your spirit up. Raise that energy level. People need you now. Get on your A game. Tell yourself that. Talk to yourself in a positive way. And then get out there. And then people will notice. They're like, hey, there's something different about him. And then it draws people in. And that gives you the opportunity to start sharing your message. And as you share your message, that will bring more people in and build their confidence. And then they're able to, to, to strive out on their own and affect the world in a positive way. Man, it was such a powerful lesson this evening from uh, Pat Quinn. No, Paul Wren, excuse me, Paul Wren from the Samuel B. Roberts. And uh, his whole thing was about the amazing ability of people. And you can't dismiss people because you don't you can't see their heart you can't see their inside someone said uh be careful what you say to your a and b students because they you will someday uh be your boss and be careful of what you say to your c and d students because they will sometime someday run the company and that's true because they, they they have high highs and low lows. And a lot of times your C's and D students are the ones who end up running the companies. I hope this lesson resonates with you and that you understand that you're better than that. You're be- you know, get out of that, that corner that you think you're in and you're not alone. I'll always be here to tell you that you're better than you think you are and that you can touch lives in a great way. Well, that's my lesson tonight. You have a great night. We'll get back to what we were talking about, uh, real, which is relationships, equipping attitude and leadership tomorrow. But I just could not let this go. The fact that people are your greatest asset. You are your greatest asset. And don't take it lightly. You can make a difference in the world. Thank you. Have a good evening.